circle, yes, we rotate 360 degrees, high, high, 360 degrees, high, high, 306, 306, 360 degrees, high, high, Alright, miu yum, miu yum cho onum, and moki yum to full circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine, produced by members and graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, broadcasting from right here at KPFA in Huchin. This is Occupied Ohlone Territory, also known to settlers as Berkeley, California. This week on Full Circle, we go back to cover Palestine and the ongoing genocide taking place. On tonight's show, we'll hear from Rami of the Palestinian Youth Movement. He will bring us up to speed as to what it's like on the ground in Gaza. He will also give us details on upcoming actions in the Bay Area this weekend. Then we'll check in with our friend, Palestinian-American activist Leila Darwish. She is down in Fresno for all our friends at KFCF. Um, There are actions planned in Fresno, and she will get us the details. All that tonight on Full Circle. I am your host tonight, Freewell and Franklin, coming to you from downtown Antioch. This is occupied Bay Miwok territory. Keep it locked right here to KPFA. Yes, again, Miu Yum, Miu Yum, and Noshun Lovik for joining us tonight on Full Circle. And real quick, before I get started with the show, I want to do something I forgot to do last week, and that was to wish you all a happy new year. And thanks for joining us and sticking with us here on Full Circle and KPFA into 2024. Also, some news for our listeners. The interim general manager would like you, our listeners, to participate and complete the January 2024 listener survey, which is on kpfa.org. You can find it at the top of the front page or within the drop-down menu as listener survey. The goal of the online survey is to gather your listening preferences in order to shed light on which programs have an active listenership and which programs do not. Uh, The results of the survey will help the station with future programming decisions. The uh, The January 2024 listener survey is the first of a series of quarterly surveys That should take no longer than 15 to 20 minutes to complete. Um, We need one submission per person, and the survey will be available from now until midnight of Wednesday, January 31st. Again, go to kpfa.org and click on the link to complete and submit the January 2024 listener survey. So if you are a fan of Full Circle, jump on that survey and let the station management know about it and all the other shows that you are into. And now I want to um, 
go back to Palestine as the death toll continues to rise in Gaza and the West Bank. Activists and organizers have stepped up their direct action and civil disobedience. This week in New York, activists block, blocked access to bridges and tunnels, snarling morning traffic. Over 300 demonstrators were arrested. Here in the Bay Area, in California, activists rallied at the home of Nancy Pelosi, demanding that she call for a ceasefire. And Jewish Voice for Peace activists, along with other Jewish organizations, such as the Jewish Anti-Zionist Network, shut down the state capitol and their legislative session as well. No arrests were made there. Up next, we're going to speak with Rami from the Palestinian Youth Movement for an update on what's happening on the ground in Gaza, as well as planned actions for this weekend and next week. Check it out. All right, miuyam, miuyam, cho onam, namokiyam to full circle again. This is Freewill and Franklin, and um, we're back to keep our eyes and ears on Palestine. A lot going on, not only, of course, in Palestine, in Gaza. Uh, we got South Africa, who's bringing the criminal case of genocide to the courts. That's starting to play out. Um, and, of course, we have local actions and actions all over the globe, really. Um, but today we're going to be joined by our friend to the show, friend to the station, and that is Rami of the Palestinian Youth Movement. And he's going to bring us up on some upcoming actions over the weekend, some victories and some actions that they've had um, in the recent past, and um, basically just touch base with Rami and see um, how he's doing and what's going on. Uh, welcome back to Full Circle and KPFA, Rami. Thank you, Franklin. Thanks for having us on once again. And um, yeah, our ability to have such like powerful discussions together. Thank you. Well, uh, we were saying off the air that um, we have mutual appreciation here for um, each other, uh, me doing what I can to get the word out. And of course, um, yourself and um, your colleagues, the Palestinian Youth Movement and other um, community folks putting in the work on the streets. So can you start us off by just um, giving us a sense of what's been happening since October 7th, what it's like on the ground in Palestine right now? and what conditions the Palestinians themselves are living in, struggling in every day? Yeah, thank you, Franklin. I just want to ground us in the current material conditions and the realities of the Palestinian people today and um, why, like you said, it's so important that we are tirelessly mobilizing and organizing um, for our people who are experiencing um, the worst, you know, genocide that our people have ever experienced. Today, uh, Israel's genocide of our people in Palestine and in Gaza has raged on for almost 100 days. We've seen 30,000 Palestinians killed by the Israeli occupation forces. This includes 10,000 children, and I just want to note that this is a wild underestimate of the amount of people that have been killed. I think I saw a statistic that there are almost 10,000 people that are currently 
trapped under the rubble, both dead and alive. 1% of Gaza's population has been killed, which is comparable to if 3.5 million Americans were killed in the span of three months, just for perspective and scale. Virtually the entire population um, of 2.2 million Palestinians in Gaza are homeless. Israel has destroyed over 70% of homes in the Gaza Strip, and 90% of Palestinians have been displaced. The healthcare system we know has been under attack from the start. Hospitals and healthcare workers are one of the mates of this bombardment, um, which is horrifying and especially horrifying hearing the news of nurses and doctors who have been kidnapped by the Israeli occupation forces and are currently detained and tortured, and we haven't even heard from them. Over 10,000 Palestinians have been detained and are currently in Israeli prisons, and that number doubled um, at the beginning of October 7th. There's over a 1,000 children that are currently being unlawfully detained. And before October 7th, this was the deadliest year for Palestinians. So I just want to provide that number for scale that before October 7th, this was the deadliest year um, for Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza, and now it is most definitely the deadliest year uh, in the history of our people. And day after day, we're hearing about a new massacre on a refugee camp or a hospital. And um, you mentioned the South Africa lawsuit. So even in the eye of international attention, which is, you know, Palestinians and um, the state of Israel have gotten for the past three months, Israel's unrelentless with their uh, genocide and their massacres of our people. So I think that goes to show how they have stated multiple times recently that they are trying their best to avoid civilians. We know that their intent is to uh, murder and displace um, as many Palestinians as possible in order to make way for for the, the project of Israel that is the theft of Palestinian land and the raising of the land um, and erasure of the history that comes with the land and the people. Yeah, I think you could see that definitely. Thanks for bringing this um, up, up front. And a lot of the um, elected officials or other people that are part of the Israeli government have already made it clear in their statements. People like Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, he said, quote, there will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. Everything is closed. We are fighting human animals and we will act accordingly. Israel's heritage minister, Emichai Eliyahu, urged that Israel must I'm quoting now, must find ways for Gazans that are more painful than death. Those are some of the statements that are being brought up in the um, international um, criminal court. And well, let's get back to, um, well, thank you for again, bringing us on to the plight. Well, let me actually ask you about um, what you are feeling and seeing in the way of Israel taking out journalists. Um, I think there's 107 journalists now that have been documented, killed, and um, they've killed the family. I'm blanking on the man's name, uh, 
whose family they have killed, but there's a prominent a Palestinian journalist, and I'll get his name in a moment, uh, who has his most of his entire family wiped out, his son, his eldest son, his youngest son, his grandson, his daughter, his wife. Um, he has like one daughter left. How do you see uh, the role of them taking out the journalist? Because it seems pretty clear to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think the journalist that um, you are looking for is Wa'al Al-Dahtu. Yes. Yeah, he had his his entire family and most recently his eldest son uh, murdered and with only his, his daughter left. Yeah, I mean, journalists have been one of the most targeted groups in, in the Gaza Strip. Um, like you stated, over 100 jur- journalists have been targeted to me and I think to the international community. Um, it's clear why Israel is targeting these journalists. It's interesting because they have this kind of dual strategy of Israel is showing the Gaza Strip as completely decimated um, in order to kind of show this as some kind of military win. So they're trying to uplift it as as kind of a false veil for what they want as a military win and what they have stated that they haven't achieved. But they don't want the depth of the destruction and the massacres reaching the international community, which as we've seen with the rise of social media and the impact of social media um, on this particular genocide and on the conscience of um, both Americans who have largely ignored the issue of of the Palestinian people and how we contribute to that um, with our tax dollars, but also the international community. I think the other day, I think it was the World Health Organization or some UN organization that was denied for like the sixth time in the last two weeks to allow their convoy. Um, Israel basically said that their convoy was not allowed to enter the Gaza Strip due to security concerns. Um, I think uh, what they are clearly trying to prevent is um, even more international traction of the extent of their war crimes. Um, and and not only that, but the, um, the kind of um, acknowledgement of that on the on on international organizations like the United Nations. So Israel's targeting of journalists has um, been a priority for them since the beginning. And it's it's one of the most disgusting displays of um, Israel seeking to not only like exterminate the population, but exterminate the reality and the truth and the documentation of the situation that's happening. Yeah, I I feel the same. And they, um, you know, being a journalist myself, I'm not out there in the field um, like Wael. You know, I'm not in the field at this time like he uh, he is, you know, risking his life. And um, I didn't even mention that they also made an attack on his life and he survived. And um, his cameraman was uh, mortally wounded who um, may have been able to be saved, but the Israeli forces were um, taking sniper shots at anybody who would go to rescue him, and he bled out over a period of four to five hours. So anyway, so I feel um, particular about the journalist, and thank you for saying that. You also brought up um, 
convoys of aid and organizations not being able to get their aid through, which is another uh, charge that was raised in these uh, most recent proceedings here in the Inter International Criminal Court is that they are denying life-saving aid, medication, food, water, and fuel um, at these um, checkpoints when they're not allowing it through. Well, Rami, let me ask you to talk about the actions that have been happening. We've seen the world react. Um, we're thankful to South Africa for actually stepping up and bringing this to the um, the criminal court um, tonight. After we're done talking, I'm be be playing extended clips from the hearing. Tell us about what um, you've seen around the world as the world speaks out, and some of the actions that you've been a part of recently here in the Bay Area. And then um, what's coming up uh, tomorrow, Saturday and um, Sunday? Yeah, thank you. Thanks for acknowledging that, you know, the world really has not slept since the beginning of October and since the genocide started. I know that the Bay Area has definitely not uh, been sleeping on this issue. Um, we have been honestly at the forefront nationally in terms of the pure scale of disruption and civil disobedience, um, which follows the shut it down for Palestine campaign that has been happening nationally for the last uh, three months and has definitely not disappointed. There have been lots of things going on in the Bay Area. Um, I want to say mid-November, the Bay Bridge was successfully shut down for about four hours while Joe Biden was in town to protest um, his appearance at the Asian Pacific Economic Forum Summit, um, where a bunch of world leaders were attending. There were a bunch of arms and weapons manufacturers there. A bunch of them were tied to Israel, um, con directly connected to, to their weapons manufacturing industry. Because Joe Biden is steadfast in his lack of a call for a ceasefire, the way that he has ignored the vast majority of Americans, I think over 66% now support a ceasefire. And the Bay Area really met the mark in that moment of making sure that this is an issue that cannot be ignored. The genocide in Palestine is a situation where business cannot continue as, as usual. And since then, we have seen a shutdown of the Google offices in San Francisco, um, which held Google responsible for their $1.2 billion contract with the Israeli military, which was actually created um, during the 2021 assault on Gaza, which um, says something in the way that they are creating the security um, and the war materials uh, for Israel to carry out um, their apartheid regime and their, their uh, genocidal uh, regime as well. And recently we saw um, the anti-Zionist Jewish com uh, community come together and shut down the California state capitol um, because Governor Gavin Newsom have not uh, stated any concern over the genocide in Gaza. Um, the uh, both assembly uh, members in the California state legislature have not worked to act to end the genocide and this says something being that I think I saw that California gives 
the most population wise um this is due to population but they give the most money to israel of any other state um, due to our tax dollars and due to the implication that every state is um, forced to give money to israel um, california is on the forefront of that um, and our elected officials are uh, Congress people, our senators, our statewide legislators should be speaking to the fact that we are not able, we refuse, our hands are tied when it comes to homelessness and housing and hunger in the state of California um, and climate change too. But um, for Israel, you know, we have unlimited funding and they shut down the assembly, they shut down the session that was happening, and it was a huge moment for the state of California to wake up and respond to the genocide that's happening in Palestine and to heed the demands that this is never going to end unless the siege on Gaza, the 16-year blockade, is lifted, until the occupation of Palestinian land comes to an end and until Palestinians are able to live freely on their own lands and return to their homes. Um, these are some, literally these, that is the smallest tidbit of what has been happening in the Bay Area. Um, and we have so many things coming up um, this next week. And I think that's especially important to name that as we move into 2024, this genocide has gone unstopped and we cannot let this genocide rage on for any longer. Yeah. That's for sure. And um, you already you, we already know that Israel has pledged um, to keep this up through 2024. So um, thanks for bringing us up to date. And uh, folks here on Full Circle may remember that we had Rami on um, in the moment when he was on the bridge. So I thank you for that, Rami. Talk about the upcoming actions. You just mentioned that there's a lot coming up. And uh, Tomorrow, um, Saturday, I think you have a, an early morning action that is going to be taking place. Um, give our listeners uh, some details on what's happening uh, this weekend and uh, beyond. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so uh, like you said, we do have an early morning action tomorrow. Um, I'm going to just pretty much go down in a list of what's happening. So um, for the next five days, we have an action almost every single day. And I mean, we not only as the Palestinian youth movement in the Bay Area, but um, a collective of organizations like the Arab Resource and Organing Center, Anti-Police Terror Project, Jewish Voice for Peace, the International Jewish Anti-Zionist Network are all coming together to hold down and present as many opportunities to um, the Bay Area as possible to um, end the genocide in Gaza. The next thing we have up is on Saturday, uh, there's going to be a port shutdown for Palestine uh, in Oakland. Uh, this is Saturday at a very early time of 5 a.m. Um, folks are meeting at the West Oakland BART at 5 a.m. Um, from what I've heard, it's really important that folks show up at the specified time at 5 a.m. Um, it's important to have critical mass and as many people there as possible. Um, but if you're not available to come at 5 p.m., I believe that you can show up um, consistently to West Oakland BART. And I'm sure the shutdown is going to be happening throughout the day. 
you can check out the Bay Area PYM's Instagram to stay updated um, on the developments of the port shutdown. And the background for this port shutdown that's coming up on Saturday at 5, p- 5 a.m. is that this past October, a military, a U.S. military vessel left the port of Oakland with weapons, technology, um, and war infrastructure um, that are used against the people of Gaza by the Israeli military. So this is a physical representation of what our tax dollars are going towards and how the United States mobilizes its vast supply of arms to supply Israel with the weapons to kill our families in Gaza. Um, This action is to stand with uh, the people of Oakland and workers of conscience across the world who have tirelessly worked to block the boats of weapons, weapons suppliers going to Israel. And this is um, the kickoff for APTP's Week of Action commemorating the militant legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So we are asking to join us to say no to this war machine in Gaza and no to the war machine right here in Oakland. And that is Saturday at 5, 5 a.m. at West Oakland BART. And yes, uh, famously, Dr. King uh, called uh, the greatest purveyor of violence uh, his own government. So yes, um, show up and turn out if you are able. And um, what else is coming up for um, Sunday and then anything uh, in the next week? Yes. So on Sunday, um, we have something pretty big happening. It is the West Coast March on Washington for Gaza. That's going to be Sunday, this Sunday at 1 p.m. at Civic Center Plaza, um, where the San Francisco City, City Hall is. It's right off the BART stop. This is the second national march um, adjacent march that we've had here in San Francisco. The last time we had um, a national adjacent march was in November in San Francisco, and there were 50,000 people here in San Francisco. And there were 500,000 people who showed up in Washington, D.C., Um, So this is the second national march of its kind here, and it is the West Coast March. So people are flying from all over the West Coast. People are busing from Los Angeles, from San Diego to make their way up here to join us for this march. Um, As the genocide in Gaza has gone on for 100 days, we can't allow it to carry on for any longer into 2024. And... Um, I think there is no better way to to show us as a unified, collective people of conscience, a community of conscience here on the West Coast to accompany the action that is happening in Washington, D.C. It's important to show popular support, support for Palestine, especially right now. And as we've been tirelessly mobilizing for the past three months, these mobilizations and these actions are not going to end. And it is so important that we show up on Sunday to show that we are a unified community in this country that is calling for an end to the United States-fueled genocide in Gaza, especially as politicians continue to ignore our demands. I also want to note that for this 
rally, the PYM, has an Arab youth contingent happening. Um, so it's open to any Arab youth to join this contingent and march and chant with us. I'm going to send you the link after if you're able to put it in this um, program, but I also want to spell it out right now. Um, it's a bit.ly link, so it's bit.ly slash pym dash west dash coast. So if you're interested in joining the youth contingent, um, please fill that out and we would be happy to march alongside each other. Um, that's going to be bit.ly slash pym dash west dash coast. That's going to be Sunday at 1 p.m. at Civic Center Plaza. It's the West Coast March on Washington for Gaza. All right. And quick reminder for folks always uh, listening that we uh, will post all links and information on our website uh, immediately after the show as we can. I'll try to do that right after the show tonight so people have all the information. And that website is kpfaapprentice.org kpfaapprentice.org uh, tonight about nine o'clock uh, it should be posted there thank you and i also wanted to name just because there are so many things happening um there is uh, another rally at the district attorney's office it's for the bay bridge 78 so when i talked about um, the bay bridge protesters um who successfully shut down the bay bridge um, 78 of them were arrested, and they are currently being charged for five charges, um, one of them being false imprisonment of those um, who were stuck on the Bay Bridge. The only word I can honestly summon right now is, like, ridiculous, but uh, to charge five uh, charges for 78 people um, in relation to civil disobedience um, is is pretty um, extreme, and it's definitely not something uh, we haven't seen before in the city of San Francisco. Um, in the 80s, um, protesters shut down the Golden Gate Bridge to protest um, our government's um, inaction um, in, in regards to the AIDS crisis. Um, so San Francisco is not a city that, that doesn't engage with civil disobedience. So it's absolutely part of the district attorney's tough on crime type of language and initiatives happening in the city of San Francisco. Um, and there has been a huge amount of people who have been nonstop calling the DA, who uh, 500 people showed up at the courthouse for the Bay Bridge 78 for their arraignments. So this Wednesday, January 17th at 10 a.m., there's going to be a rally to drop the charges um, at the district attorney's office in San Francisco for the Bay Bridge 78. And that's just the last thing I wanted to name. All right. And that is the voice of Rami from part of the Palestinian Youth Movement Bay Area. Rami, I really appreciate you always, um, you and the crew always taking the time to get with us either here on Full Circle, but um, on KPFA in general and wherever you're getting your word out, we appreciate um, the time that you take to do that. And of course, um, all the activity and action and energy you put into making these actions happen. And um, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping that um, South Africa's 
um, criminal case will come out the best um, for you all. So thanks for joining us tonight on Full Circle. Thank you so much, Franklin. Thank you for all you do, too. Couldn't be possible without you and, and everyone else showing up and being strong and steadfast for Palestine. News telling lies, check the facts that they cover Cause my people out here crying or they dying or they suffer And just notice for my people up in Gaza and Ramallah And it's free Palestine until it's backwards, mother I'm a speaker for my people, this raps Forcing children out their homes when they ain't happy Killing mothers, children asking why there's no one here to love them And y'all really asking questions why I swore, mother Cause I know that everyone knows it's time to take Palestine back this time We won't hesitate now, I know, I know that this is yeah. the sound of war What about Uts, Ramallah, West Bank, Yaffa, Gaza Two time for the people in Palestine strapped up, ready all black and hot Don't worry about your back, I got you All gas, no brakes, no stoplights I'ma come through heavy in my pot like I do not want friends, I do not eat fools Yes, I found peace, but I swear on God, I'm down for war. Rockets dropping, bullets popping, it's a war zone. And I got brothers in the checkpoint just to get home. How to get like that? How we let this happen? Better pick your side. Don't give me that all lives matter. Are you riding? Ready for the action? One call, that's all, get it cracking. Clean clack with the blowback, get I lick back in a ski mask, ready for glass. Know that everyone knows it's time to take Palestine back this time. We won't hesitate now. I know, I know that this is the sound. Cause of war. I know that everyone knows it's time to take Palestine back this time. We won't hesitate now. I know, I know that this is the sound of war. All right, welcome back. This is Prewell and Franklin here on Full Circle, and um, we're going to bring it back to one of our um, new friends here on KPFA in Full Circle. That's uh, Layla Darwish. She's a Palestinian American. She's an activist, and for all you down in KFCF land, that's d- down near the Fresno area, um, she is in your area, uh, putting in the work, and we just wanted to bring her back and bring her a follow-up after the Palestinian youth movement um, to keep the eyes and the ears on what's happening and how people could tap in and get involved and let their voice be heard along with the others um, that you say uh, they say no to this genocide. Uh, Welcome back to Full Circle. Welcome back to KPFA, Layla. Thank you for having me. And uh, we usually just kind of start our check-in to see, uh, quote-unquote, how are you feeling and how have you been going? It's been probably two or three weeks since we have last talked. And as we said then, it seems like we're uh, broken records because it seems like a lot doesn't change. One thing that is ongoing is the bombing, the destruction, and the killing. So um, let me check in with you. And also, uh, I, I believe my condolences here because I've seen a post that you mentioned that you may have lost someone um, in your family. So our condolences to you. I appreciate that. How are you hanging in there um, since these past two weeks, the last time we talked? Um, a lot's been going on. I've been hanging in there, but I'm steadfast. I take my inspiration from 
the Palestinians in Gaza. I can't complain. All right. And um, we briefly talked before we started uh, rolling this tape. And there's has been a lot going on with the uh, the International Criminal Court and South Africa. Thank you. Bringing a, a case of genocide against Israel for what's happening in Palestine. And I believe over the last 24 or 48 hours, parties have been presenting their evidence and their um, statements. And if we have time tonight, we're going to hear some clips after me and you talk. Um, you know, how are you feeling about, you know, the latest here in South Africa and them actually um, standing up and putting this uh, case of genocide well, it certainly is positive news for us Palestinians. However, it's not something that I'm going to be completely excited for, if I'm going to be honest, because we've been through um, things like this before, only to be let down. Um, but it is something that um, should have been done by many countries, especially South Africa being um, historically an apartheid South Africa. Um, if anything, South Africa would be a country that would recognize and understand the Palestinian plight more than anyone else. Um, but it is still um, something that countries should follow and uh, follow along and, you know, respectfully do the same in the future. And so, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, it always seems like whenever we get our uh, hopes up or it seems like action will finally um, be taken, something stops it from actually happening or they pass some sort of resolution and nothing, still nothing changes. How many times has Israel broken international law and violated, um, you know, United Nations uh, charters or treaties uh, numerous times? Precisely. I mean for people to understand how could it not be a genocide? How could 25,000 Palestinians being killed not be genocide? How could 7,000 Palestinians being missing since October 7th not be genocide? How could, uh, you know, a complete annihilation and obliteration of, of a people and ethnic cleansing not be genocide? You have all these statistics and, and we see it on video. How could the world not say this is genocide. 112 journalists being killed, Palestinian journalists being killed by all by the Israeli occupation since October 7th. I mean, you know, it's not laughable, but it's just like, what does it take for the world, not the people, but world leaders to realize this is a genocide? They are, the Israeli occupation is actively ethnic cleansing Palestinian people. Children, defenseless children. It makes me angry. It makes me upset. And it took nearly 100 days for something like this to happen. It took tens and hundreds of families, complete families, being killed with no remaining family members for, for this to happen. And that's what I thought at the start of this genocide. I said, you know, world leaders are going to allow this to happen. And then it's going to be put in history and they're going to talk about the regrets. Well, it's too late. You know, you already killed and wiped out families. Now what? And earlier when we spoke with Rami of the Palestinian Youth Movement, 
one thing that we touched on and you mentioned, I believe, is that the Israeli um, occupation forces have taken out so many journalists, so many people that are telling the stories of the atrocities and exposing their war crimes. And um, I think a lot of people have been um, really heartfelt about, I believe it's Wael al-Dado, um, the man who actually survived an attack on his life and in retaliation for his reporting for Al Jazeera and his, uh, his goal to survive their attack. Um, they have killed his family, his wife, his sons, his granddaughter, and other members of his family. How do you see the, um, the deliberate uh, targeting of the press and what it's doing? You know, what's really wild is before Wael al-Dahduh's family was murdered by the Israeli occupation, I was watching him every night and I couldn't help but feel and predict that I felt like I didn't want to sort of fall in love with this journalist because that's how I felt with Shirin Abu Akla and Israeli snipers deliberately killed her. And I, I predicted it. I predicted that this would happen because he's such an unbelievable reporter. I mean, I just couldn't help but connect to him. And then to have his family killed the way they were killed. And now his eldest son. I mean, he's my hero. He's my absolute hero. I'm choking up just thinking about him. That's how much I love this guy. He just keeps reporting the news because that's what you do that's what palestinians do you can't knock us down you can't we are the most resilient people i don't care what israel thinks or what they say we are still standing and we will be steadfast we have our faith and we have our courage and we have our rights and the truth truth be told that is on our side the truth will always come out the only thing that makes me upset and, and I feel very impatient is the fact that we're losing so many innocent people. For what? For what? For colonization? For power? For what? I feel you. And I'm looking at a picture of Wael as we speak and um, at the moment that he's... Uh, clenching his um, eldest son's hand as he spoke to the camera and yeah it's gut-wrenching it brings um, the um, the onset of emotions and I too look up to this man I've never met him but I've seen his reports and mainly mainly what I've seen is every time he's speaking he's talking about another one of his family that has been killed or he himself was rolling in on a gurney uh, when they tried to take him out so I, I hear what you're saying and um, I feel the same respect for this um, journalist, Wael. Um, before we get too far along, you have um, some actions that are happening in Fresno. And I want to give people a chance to um, hear what you're up to out there. Again, as always, how folks to tap into what you do um, and stay, stay tuned to you and the work that you're doing down there. Um, tell us what you got lined up for uh, the weekend or what is, um, as you told me earlier, ongoing things that people could tap into. 
Yeah, so we always have our weekly protests um, on Blackstone and Nice at the River Park Shopping Center. Um, it's on the corner there. Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. That's when they have the farmer's market, and that's why we choose Tuesday nights strategically. And Saturdays, the same place, River Park, Blackstone and Nice at 3 p.m. But also on Fridays, we put up banners over the highway overpasses. And we need um, a lot more volunteers to help us with that. The more volunteers we get, the more banners, and we have a lot, we can put up. And we usually meet at 3 p.m. to do that. 3, 3.30. That's about the time right before uh, rush hour. And we've got, we've got other things um, lined up, bigger actions, of course. And let me ask you to tell folks how to follow um, what you do and how to um, stay tuned to all that. You could find me on Facebook at Layla Darwish, L-A-Y-L-A, last name D-A-R-W-I-S-H. My Instagram is Layla D-0-0. almost forgot it because, you know, we have so many, so many times we had to make new accounts. <laughs> and uh, what else? There's another one I gave you, don't I? Oh, Palestine Freedom Project. Sorry about that. <laughs> Definitely. Palestine Freedom Project. How do people follow that? You can find Palestine Freedom Project on Facebook. All right. And like always, I will post uh, Layla's contact information and links that she just talked about on our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show tonight, hopefully by 9 p.m. tonight. Layla, before I let you go, just let me get your thoughts on um, where is this going? You know, I know that's a huge loaded question, but, you know, this has been ongoing Israel's pledge to go on, you know, through 2024, keeping this up, you know, where do you see this going? And, you know, what is, um, what is our end result? Palestine is going to be free. Millions of people are seeing what's going on. Palestine is going to be free. It must be after this. It has to be. That's where I see, and that's the only goal I have. Right on. I feel that. Um, I feel just uh, watching the um, the destruction, and I just feel like no one else is watching it except for like me and you and people that we talk to. Because why is the world so silent? And I think as we're as we are witnessing um, nothing happening, we're also witnessing great change happening. I know we all know that this started way before October 7th, but since October 7th, uh, there's been a huge mind shift in a lots of people. How do you see um, that playing out? Well, you know, as you mentioned before, you feel like we're the only ones watching while the rest isn't. The system is set up that way, right? That's how you control a republic. What you do is you get them working, working, working until they're too tired to do anything. Um, or to care about anybody else but their survival. So I get that. I understand that. I'm not mad about that. But the problem is, is you're putting it on the back burner. You got to nip issues in the bud. If something's going on overseas, you got to see how that's affecting you personally here domestically. And so it is. Four billion of our tax dollars. That's just what we know. There's a lot more of our money that's going to fund and kill people. And there's, there's, I believe there are good people out there that they want to see change and they want to do something. And, you know, there will always be good people out there. 
And the message I have for them is, you know, just to keep putting the word out there. Every voice counts. I encourage that. I see new activists, you know, every day emerge. And, you know, what they say is so impactful and powerful. Today at the city council meeting in Fresno, I, I met new people and it was the first time they spoke. Their, their speech was amazing. Each and every person has a role in, in life. And I think... Uh, you know, taking care of one another and oppressed people is something that they should keep doing. Where do I see with what this is going on? I see Palestine being rebuilt. I see more Palestinians being stronger. I see more people being aware of what's happening and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully positive things. I'm a realist. I'm really, you know, I don't want to be a pe pessimist. I'm a realist. But, you know, we have to. We have to look forward. We have to think about rebuilding and not think about, oh, what are we going to do? They annihilated and obliter obliterated our people and we're in this situation. Well, you know what? We could look at the people in Gaza. The Palestinians there, they rebuild. This is just materialistic items. We will rebuild. We will live. This is who we are. This is what makes you Palestinian. And you know what? Everybody that's in solidarity with Palestine is Palestinian. Definitely wise words. Um, thank you, Leila Darwish. Again, that's the voice of Leila Darwish. She's um, our friend to the show, our um, connection to Fresno and you folks in KFCF area. Leila, thank you for um, being here again, as always. Um, when you're needed, um, you're there. And good luck out there on the work that you're doing in Fresno. Thank you. Good luck to you, too. And, you know, as always, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hearing me out. It's very rare that some of us be heard or get the opportunity to speak. So I really appreciate that so much. Thank you. And I appreciate it. And we'll stay in touch and we'll get you back on soon. Absolutely. All right, welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM KPFA and kpfa.org. We are part of the Pacifica Radio Network. We are also on Facebook at First Voice Media where we post all of our shows and video content. You just heard my interview with Palestinian-American activist located down in the Fresno area for you all and KFCF. That was Layla Darwish. Again, I will post all her contact information on our website just after the show tonight, probably by 9 p.m. And that's kpfaapprentice.org. So check that out. And before we get ready to say goodnight tonight, I got this quick announcement, and this was sent to me by our own Joy Moore. And she wants you all to know that Eco Farm begins next week. That's Wednesday, January 17th through January 20th at the beautiful Assimilar Conference Grounds in Pacific Grove, California, featuring over 60 skill-building workshops, keynote speeches, pre-conference events, farm tours, seed swaps, wine and beer tasting, networking, and the Eco Farm Expo. Again, that's Wednesday, January 17th through January 20th next week. For more information and to register, go to www.ecofarm.org. That's www.ecofarm.org. 
Wait, she says, hope to see all food growers there. And she says, as always, loving and looking forward, joy more. Thank you for that, Joy. We're going to take these last few minutes to go out with another music break. We'll be right back here on Full Circle. وقف الطفل والحجارة أكوام وعيناه عزمة وصمود وعيناه عزمة وصمود Found in a mountain of parts Netanyahu told you just another child of the dark Clear it's gonna take much more than thousands to march More than a speech, more than a poem More than a track of music Gonna take more than a sit down with Basim Yusuf Even bringing back ambassadors is an act that's useless Long as you pump oil for Apaches and the tanks they're using Freedom just beyond reach for people you cannot see He's wheezing and cannot breathe And screaming through the concrete Looking for his four children Bombs leave structures that I wouldn't want to call buildings My fingers pointed at this government, you all killed them Tell me that you wouldn't take up arms if those were your children Let me make the factor clear, those bombs were manufactured here And they want the land as theirs because of natural gas in there Feel death in the atmosphere while we hapless stand and stare And a little boy begs for his brother's strand of hair Truth is I don't know how anyone can live After digging for their dead kids buried under bricks Israel is a terror state, terrorists that terrorize I testify my television, televise, I'm telling lies This is not a war, it is systematic genocide But whatever they try, Palestine will never die They're not prepared to face the pain So they're scared to say your name They're not prepared to face the pain So they're scared to say your name They're not prepared to face the pain So they're scared to say your name they're not prepared to face the pain, so they're scared to say your name. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. From the river to the sea, free, 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 free. From the river. And that brings us to the end of tonight's show um, thanks for listening everybody remember check out our website kpfaapprentice.org just after the show tonight for pictures archive shows and important links and information related to tonight's show 
And don't forget to like and follow First Voice Media on Facebook, where we post live stream video and other material that doesn't always make it to the radio. We will also post all the flyers to the upcoming actions on that website and Facebook. Shout out to the Full Circle crew, Miss M, the Executive Director, and of course me, Freewell and Franklin. I have been your host tonight. I'm also the Technical Director for this show, Full Circle. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, while you're out there, to please protect your health and also your humanity. And stay tuned to KPFA. Up next is La Onda Bajita. Good night, everyone. They're not prepared to face the pain, so they're scared to say your name. They're not prepared to face the pain, so they're scared to say your name. They're not prepared to face the pain, so they're scared to say your name. They're not prepared to face the pain, so they're scared to say your name. From the river to the